Hello, my name is David. This video slash podcast is number 24 in a series for Bible study clips in the first epistle of John. If you have not seen any of my previous videos, they are in sequence on Facebook and YouTube as well as podcast on Anchor and Spotify and PodPage and iHeart and so forth. In this video, or podcast as the case may be, we are on chapter 4 and verse 11 in the first epistle of John. I tend to travel around in the Bible in these Bible study clips. And another thing I will say is that I prefer the King James version of the Bible. But in these videos, I also use different versions of the Bible in an effort to make things clear. There are many versions of the Bible in use today, and I sometimes employ them as study tools along with the King James Version. To start out, let's remember that the first epistle of John was not written to any particular church or individual. This letter was intended to circulate among various churches, including the church at Ephesus and other churches of that area of Asia Minor, now known as the country of Turkey. And of course, this epistle was as well written to you and to me, for Christians today. This epistle warned of false teachers within the church at the time it was written, and it certainly warns us today of false teachers and false prophets and the spirit of Antichrist working to distort and destroy the power of God's word. So let's start out in the first epistle of John in chapter 4 and verse 11 from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. I read, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Simply put, Christians should love one another. That sounds pretty basic, and it is pretty basic, but sometimes we cannot see what is right in front of us. The first epistle of John chapter 3 and verse 23 says, this is his command, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. This love that a true Christian has for other Christians is one of the ways we can know who walks among us, because there are people that profess to be Christians, and they are not Christians. Now we are not yet to verse 20 of chapter 4 in our studies, but I want to jump ahead and read that verse now. The first epistle of John chapter 4 and verse 20, and reading from the New International Version of the Holy Bible. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen, cannot love God whom they have not seen. Understand that these words are directed to Christians and that it is in reference to their love for other Christians. These words are not something we can properly apply to the world as a whole. It is truth that we could continue to study verse 11 here from many different approaches and we could do that without violating God's word in any way. Such is the case throughout the Bible because everything fits together in such a wonderful way as to assure us that God's word did not originate from men, but comes from God's Holy Spirit to men and women. It is interesting to me that the Holy Spirit accomplishes this work 
without erasing the individuality or character of the different men who, shall we say, put to pen, I'm sorry, shall we say, put pen to paper or parchment. And speaking of character, the fact that God can use fallible men to have any part at all in his truth being given to us shows something of God's character. To me, it shows that God wants to, and indeed does, interact with his creation. Our God is not a false God that just sits back and appears to only watch. Our God is a hands-on God. Let's turn to verse 12 of the first epistle of John, chapter 4, and verse 12, King James Version. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. The first part of verse 12 reads, No man hath seen God at any time. In the King James Version of the Bible, there will be times when we might see that a given verse reads in such a way as to make us think that the verse should have ended at a different place, that the verse should have been written as two verses rather than one, perhaps. Conversely, we may sometimes read a verse from the King James Bible that would read better or sound better to us if that verse had been part of the verse that follows it or precedes it. Such can be the case, and that we can deal with. Perhaps these little inconveniences will encourage us to look at Scripture with more care. Rather than hurrying along in a jolly little heedless way, we can choose to turn these little printed adversities into opportunity for a better understanding of God's Word. No man hath seen God at any time. While this statement may seem to have just appeared out of nowhere, let us realize that John is simply informing us of a biblical truth here. The next part of verse 12 reads, If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. We cannot see God with our physical eyes, but if we live as God wants us to live, if we believe on God's Son, the world will see God in us through our lives, through the way we conduct ourselves as children of God. The last part of our verse reads, And His love is perfected in us. This is not saying that we are perfect. This is not saying that we will be perfect. What it is saying is that we will love the brethren, fellow Christians, if we follow God's command to do so. By loving the brethren, we show our love for God. Thus His love is perfected in us, or it becomes completed in us. Verse 13, King James Version. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. Same verse from the New International Version of the Bible. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given of he has given us of his spirit. Is this something you would like to know more about? Would you like to know more about God's spirit in you? Let me make a little comparison here, and sorry if it sounds silly to you. Let's just say that you are a farmer and that you have a farm tractor that is very important to you. But that tractor is not running just right. It is a worrisome thing. It is constantly troubling you. Sitting next to this tractor on a shelf is a service manual that explains how your tractor runs and how to make it run if it is not running at all. 
This manual even explains how to make it run better even if you are kind of doing okay with it at present. How to fine-tune it. If you want to use that tractor and take care of it, you are going to have to get that manual down off the shelf and open it. You need that manual because it is written by the one who knows all about that tractor. The one who designed that tractor. I'm sure you get my point. Don't sit around worrying about where you stand with God and being troubled with it day after day like some sort of darkness following you. Reach up on that shelf and blow the dust off of that Bible. With everything happening around us, you can surely see that times are moving fast. If you don't have a Bible, then buy one. It is God's word to you and to me, and it makes no sense at all to ignore it. Listen to these Bible verses from different books in God's Word. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, English Standard Version. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. 1 Timothy chapter, chapter 4, verse 13, English Standard Version. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching, Matthew chapter 24 verse 35 English Standard Version Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17 English Standard Version So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ Time to look at verse 14 and 15 of chapter 4 of the first epistle of John King James Version and we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. If you confess that Jesus is the Son of God, then you are in God, and God is in you. Let's read this verse again from the Living Bible Version. It reads, and furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now tell all the world that God sent His Son to be their Savior. Anyone who believes and says that Jesus is the Son of God has God living in him, and he is living with God. We can say that these verses from God to us are verses of reassurance. Reassurance means comfort, cheer, relief, incentive. These verses demonstrate to us by their very existence that Christians at times need this reassurance. Open your Bible and read it. Study it. If you don't do that, the world will tear you down and will weaken you. From the Living Bible Version, 1 John chapter 5 and verse 19, we read, We know that we are children of God and that all the rest of the world around us is under Satan's power and control. Yes, we can need assurance from time to time. God's word is comfort and assurance. I'm going to close this video clip here. In the next study, we will attempt to read and study verses 16 through 21. And that will close out chapter 4 of the first epistle of John. Chapter 5 has 21 verses. And when we are done with that, we will have gone through all of the first epistle of John. So for now, I say... Good day, and thank you.